This is roll, get your roll on. This is this is roll, get your roll on. This is this is roll, get your roll on. This is this is roll, get your roll on. Roll on. This is this is roll, get your roll on. This is this is roll, get your roll on. This is this is roll, get your roll on. This is this is roll, get your roll on. Roll. I look around the room at everybody's face. My dad had a stern, concerned face with his arms folded, rubbing his chin. Gabriel with his head down, sitting on the steps. Rachel, a Kleenex in hand with the puffy eyes. I see Dan on the couch in the living room, crying the hardest. Shay's rubbing my back, and all of a sudden, everything goes black. I wake up and I'm in the car with my dad. Son, are you all right? Is this shit really happening right now? This is too much for me, dad. I don't think I can take any more heartbreak. In the last 36 hours, my life has been flipped upside down and I can't take it anymore, pop. He didn't say anything for a moment. My dad never been the one for words of comfort, but he began to speak. I don't know what to say, man. This shit is more than I could ever imagine anyone going through, let alone my own son. I've been to prison and back, but this, this is more than anybody should have to bear. I know that you are hurting, but think about what she is feeling right now. Just a day and a half ago, she was a mother and having a baby shower. And now... My dad shed a tear. I never seen my dad cry before. So all I'm saying is that no matter how this goes and what you do, you make sure that you be a man and don't run from shit. You understand? Yes, sir. I get a text from Shay saying she was already in the parking lot at Community North. Do you think I should go in after all of this? I didn't know how to reply. The dots were lingering. She texts again, I'll just wait until you get here. I reply, okay. We get closer to the hospital, and my dad pulls out a blunt from the middle console. Here. What's this? You know what it is. I mean, why do you have it, Pop? From time to time, I need to relieve some stress, so I keep one in here. I may hit it a couple times throughout the week. Or I may not, but it's always here. He lights up and passes it to me. I felt so awkward getting ready to smoke with my dad. But if I didn't, I don't know what I would do seeing her like that. So I hit it a few times. I coughed hella hard. I hadn't smoked since me and Jasmine. He passes me his old spice spray. Get yourself together, son. He gets out the car. My reaction was slow, but I got out too. Shay walked towards the car as I was closing the door. Hey. Hey. She grabbed my face and then remembered that the family was around and backed up with her arms folded. So, do you want me to come in with you? 
Shay, I appreciate you. And I ain't forgot about what you said. It was 1.30 in the morning and the lights were on at the hospital parking lot. She hugs me tight and whispers in my ear, I'll be right here when you get out. I'm not going anywhere. We locked eyes for a moment and I nodded. She walks back to her car. Gabe calls my name and says, come on, man. I walked into the lobby of the hospital towards the front desk. Who are you here to see? Uh, Robin. Robin Ellis. Are you kin to her? Well, she is my girlfriend. I'm sorry, we can't let you back unless you are her husband or her family. Ma'am, please. I understand you have rules, but I, I, I need to see her, please. I'm sorry, but I can't. You will have to wait till the doctor comes out. I go and sit on the bench trying to figure out a plan. I see Dan walk up there and say that he was the father of the child. She apologized and let him back. Fuck. He's able to go back there and not me? What kind of shit is this? Rachel asked me to walk with her to the coffee machine. Okay, hon, look, this is what we're going to do. Gabriel, your dad, and I are going to distract the nurse while you walk and sneak back there. Okay, cool. Hold on. But first, you have to walk back out the front like you're going back to the car so they won't be suspicious of your whereabouts. I've worked at this location before, and they're not that strict with security. When you see someone walk out, you hurry and walk in, or you won't be able to get back there without a key card. Jalen, baby, be careful, and we will be out here waiting for you. <sighs> Thanks, Rachel. This means a lot. Mm-hmm. I make a not-so-subtle scene. All right, y'all. I'm going to head out. Y'all keep me posted. See y'all later. <clears throat> See you, Jalen, they said in sync. The woman at the desk didn't even look up. Fifteen minutes later, Rachel and my dad began to talk with her. About what? I have no clue. But it was working because she began getting really comfortable with them. I see a security guard come through, so I waited for a second. Damn, the door closed. The door opened up again and it was a nurse and a patient in a wheelchair being pushed. I walked as fast as I could around the ambulance truck into the building. I swiftly slid through the door, altering my body sideways to squeeze through. Damn, that was crazy. I took the elevator up. I didn't hear the exact room number. Three zero something. Three twenty something. Uh, I started walking through the halls, looking at names on the rooms until I ran into this Asian male doctor. I knocked his coffee down. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I I should have been looking. My bad. Yeah, it's all right. Who who are you looking for, anyways? Maybe I can help. 
Uh, no one. So you are wandering around the third floor for no reason at all. Robin Ellis. That's what I'm looking for. Let me check our records. Hmm. I think I know who you're talking about. She was brought in a few hours ago. Follow me. We go back to the elevator and go up one floor. Damn, I was way off. He walks me to a room. Here you go. Good luck. Watch where you're going. Thanks. I take a deep breath. <sighs> Grab the handle of the door. And there she was, asleep in the hospital gown, under the cover. The TV was on. Some divorce court episode or some shit. Fucking Dan was sitting in a seat next to her, holding her hand. He looks up at me and I look at him. We didn't say anything. I balled up my fist slightly with anger. He gets up and says, I'm going to get some coffee. I move over slightly for him to walk through the door. I sit down next to Robin. And I try to hold back tears. But they wouldn't stop falling down my face. The doctor walks in. <clears throat> and I jump up and wipe my tears. Hello. Hey. He wakes Robin up. Miss Ellis? Miss Ellis. She wakes up and looks around. Jalen. You're here. You're here, baby. I'm here. She grabs my face and asks what happened. <sighs> I really wish people would stop asking. Long story, I replied. How long was I out? Well, Robin, you were in and out for about two hours because of the medication. The operation was successful, fortunately, unfortunately. I am very, I'm very sorry for your loss. She begins crying. What am I supposed to do now that I'm without my baby? This is my first child. We offer counseling and programs to help deal with the post-traumatic stress disorder in cases like these. But, but doc, but Doc, can I, can I at least see him? Miss Ellis, we find that it's best for our patients to not. Doing that opens up extreme ramifications of pain that may make things worse off or leave you more scarred than before. But I need to see him. I need to see him. Robin, baby, listen, I understand how bad you're hurt right now, but this, this could put you over the edge, okay? I'll let you two have a moment, and I'll come back and check on your vitals in a little bit. Sounds good. How are you feeling right now? Before she could answer, she grabbed her mouth and began crying. I wiped her tears with my thumb. I'm not good, Jalen. I lost my baby. My back is hurting and it feels like I've been stabbed 20 times in my stomach. 
You need some more medicine? I can call the doctor. No, I want to feel this as a reminder of my child that was... She didn't finish her sentence. Staring off for a moment, I decided to ask the question. I had to know. Why didn't you tell me the baby wasn't mine? She took a minute to answer. I knew if I told you, I would lose you for good. It just seemed what I felt like. So you come back here from California to put a baby on me, Robin? After I was shot? Fresh out of a coma? Baby, I'm sorry. You know I'm not like that. I I don't I don't know what's wrong with me. Since I've been with you, you have been everything I needed. And I just I just thought that if there was any way for a second chance, then I would take it. But you didn't leave me with a choice in the matter, Robin. Damn. That shit fucking hurt. I know that. I know that. And I wanted to tell you so many nights in the bedroom, in the living room, even after making love. It just never seemed like the right time. After a while, you seemed to be looking forward to it, so it became easier to go with the flow. You fucking embarrassed me in front of my friends and my family with this bullshit baby shower. You had that nigga in the house. And then you had the nerve to call my parents and tell them the truth before me. Robbie, you so foul for this shit. You so fucking foul, man. Something's changed. Something's changed about you. Or maybe I never knew you at all. She paused. I just wish we can go back to when we first seen each other at that Kroger. I didn't say anything for a moment. Robin, I love you. I love you so much. Even after all this has happened. Part of me wants to still help you through this the way you helped me. And another part of me is really pissed and fucked up. Set aside my feelings. I'm so sorry you lost the baby. She started crying more. And I grabbed her. Dan walked in. As I let her go, I stand up. The tension was high. She just stared at both of us. I extended my hand out. Look, man, for what it's worth, I'm sorry you lost the chance to be a father this time. He looked at me, and he embraced me with a hug. I stood there while he hugged me. 
I slowly began to lift my arms up and pat him on the back. He said, sorry about, well, you know, all is fair in love and war, right? Look, I'll let y'all finish, he said. No, 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 no. Don't leave. I need to say this in front of you and her. Robin, I will always love you. You have changed my life in so many ways. And for that, I thank you. You are, you are a beautiful, strong black woman. And I love that about you. But we aren't meant to be with each other. And I see that now. This will be hard for me as well as you. We have to let each other go, Robin, for good this time. She wiped her tears. I never meant to hurt you, ever. I know. I love you, Jalen, and I love you too, Robin. As I began to walk off, she asked, do you hate me? No, I can never hate you. Okay. Well, if you're ever in Cali, well, you know, I nod and walk out. I get back downstairs and everyone is dozing off. I wake everybody up and say, let's go. Let's go home. We get to the parking lot and Shay was up and alert. I get in the car with her and tell everybody good night. And thank you. How did it go? It went. I had to let her go. She would have never let me go if I didn't. That was brave of you, Jalen. Nah. I just had to do what was right this time. What was you doing in here anyway? Nothing, just bullshitting on my phone. I'm surprised you're still up. Yeah, just wanted to make sure you was okay. So where to? Your house. Really? You sure? Yeah. Okay, boy, well, let's go. I text Gabe and told him to scoop me in the morning. We get to her house and change. She began getting undressed into her pajamas again. I get down to my boxes and get in the bed. So what does this mean for us? I don't know right now. What do you know? I know that I'm glad you're by my side, and I'm glad to be by your side. She turned my way and kissed me on the forehead. Good night, Jalen. Good night. She turns over and falls asleep for what felt like five minutes. I lay with my hands behind my head for a moment, looking at the ceiling, thinking about everything that just happened. I don't know what the future holds, but I know that I'm not alone in this thing we call life. The problem is, if Robin did that to me, the love of my life, who I can trust, for real, 
For all I know, someone could be plotting against me right now. Even somebody really close to me. But that's for another season. Role is created, written, produced, and starring Maurice Hunt. Sounds by freesounds.org, soundbible.com. Music by D. Elusive, Maxwell, Lobo Loco, Obsidian K, and Rico Love. I do not own the rights to the music or sounds used to produce this podcast, nor do I profit off of it. Thank you and tune in next time on Roll.